Blog Talk Radio. Good Monday morning to you. What a magnificent Monday it is here on the Goals Coach Daily. This is Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach, coming to you on this magnificent Monday, sharing with you some insights, some ideas, some wisdom, some tips, and some things that are going to help you to take your life and your goals to the next level. If you're tuning into the program for the first time, we come to you Monday through Friday uh, to talk about success, achievement, goals, overcoming procrastination, and anything else that could stand in the way of you getting to the place that you want to get to. The show is brought to you by AboutGoals.com, a website that's dedicated to helping you to maximize your potential and reach your goals every day. Go and check it out. Today is actually the last day that you can get the About Goals Daily Goals Toolkit at a special price. Also, Chantel Beaupre, who was on the program with us last week for a three-day series on procrastination, uh, also has the Procrastinator No More audio program that you can also purchase. So if you've been having trouble with procrastination, all I can say is this. Don't wait, don't hesitate, and don't vacillate. Go and purchase the audio program and begin to make some changes in your life today. Now, on this program, we share the best practices of effective goal setters and goal getters. We're talking about people who are able to consistently produce the outcomes that they desire in their life. Today I want to step back and I want to take a look at this topic with a a wide-angle lens. You know, I want to take a, a look at it with just a, a wider, a little bit of a broader perspective on the topic of goals. And I want to ask you something. This is our lead question today. You know, are your goals or are the goals that you set today secretly creating the problems that you'll face tomorrow? Are the goals that you set today secretly creating the problems that you'll face tomorrow? Uh, yesterday evening we were talking about this on uh, a monthly planning webinar. We were talking about the importance of, of really setting balanced, uh, both balanced goals and goals in all areas of your life. So they're really two separate topics there. A balanced goal, which we'll talk about just in just a minute, is one thing. But then the other question is, do you have goals set in all areas of your life? And, and what are those areas that you want to have them set in? You know, we're, we're going into a brand new month. Now, I know there are some who have gotten off to a little bit of a rocky start in January. You know, you had some things that you wanted to get done and you were not able to get them done. Uh, you had some goals that you set for yourself and you didn't reach them. I want to tell you to to not get discouraged and to understand that producing the outcomes that you desire in your life is really a skill and it's a skill that you can learn. And very often we we approach it either and you know we we approach the 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 topic of setting goals incorrectly or we go about reaching goals incorrectly. Uh and if that's where you were in the month of January, let's just accept that and let's make February a great month. Let's make February a month where you are actually able to produce the the outcomes that you desire. And what we're going to talk about is going to help you to do that uh, on the program today. You know, the for me, you know, for years, the goals that I that I set and that I reached were really kind of a kind of like a roller coaster 
uh, a roller coaster ride. And what I mean by that is, and tell me if you can relate. You know, you you have a goal that you're working on. You reach a point where you just devote everything that you have to it, all of your time, all of your energy, all of your focus is going to reaching this goal because the idea is that let me get this done, and then once I reach this goal, I can focus on those other things. And that roller coaster ride or that roller coaster approach to setting and reaching goals carries with it uh, some some downsides and some danger. For me, when I would get to the top of that hill, you know, just picture that roller coaster. You're ratcheting up. You know, you can just hear a little click, 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 the chains just dragging the roller coaster up. Or I guess today they don't even have chains on them. But whatever's taking you up to the top, there's effort, it's work, and it's slow going, and you finally get to the top. And and for me, when I would get to the top, I could look around, and what I could see were the other areas of of neglect, And that's one of the dangers of taking that approach to reaching your goals. You know, if you're working on your goals, if you're working on your stuff, I congratulate you. Yes, you should. But it's important that you're not doing it at the expense of other things. You know, we've all heard stories, or we, some of us can tell the story of, of, you know, that person who works 60 hours, 80 hours a week, and they have no time for friends. They have no time for relationships. They have very little time for their physical health. You know, their 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 lifestyle is just basically one of work and going hard and, and working to reach this goal. And, you know, if that's where you are, you know, that's fine. You know, again, we're, we're very – I basically accept people wherever they are because it's not for me to say what's going to work and what won't work. But what I'd like to share with you – are some alternatives or some things that that can help you to create more of a balance. And the reason for that is because the second danger to uh to having to having unbalance as it relates to setting goals and 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 just life in general is that very often the results that you produce when you're going hard to get them done and you're excluding everything else, those results are not that uh easily sustained. Now, you know, maybe you're working on something that would that would uh carry you for quite some time once you reached it. But typically what happens is you go really hard, you go you know, you you're going 100 miles per hour to reach this goal. You're neglecting all the other things. When you get close to that goal or you reach that goal, you then need to focus on those other things that you've neglected. In fact, I want you to take a look at the goals that you're working on right now and honestly ask yourself, you know, are these goals the result of neglecting a particular area of my life? You know, are you setting fitness goals because, quite frankly, you've neglected your health um, while working on other things? Are you setting financial goals because you've neglected that area of your life for other things? See, it's not all about work. You know, and what I mean when I say that it's not all about work is what I'm saying is that this, what I'm talking about does not only apply to that person who is, quote, unquote, a workaholic. Um, it might apply to the person who is a a leisureaholic. <laughs> you know, I like making up my own words here, a leisureaholic, that person who is addicted to leisure. Uh, you know, that's the person who will wake up and realize that, wow, i got to do something to get some more 
you know, to get some more money in here. I got to do something to, to, uh, to, to help in this, in, in the, the, the career area of my life. And so this can happen to anyone. I'm not just picking on that person who goes really hard, uh, as you know, to reach their goals, but I'm talking about anyone who has an imbalance in their life. And so, you know, when you reach that point where you have, where you realize that there's an imbalance, you then have to turn everything into uh on you know into uh turn all your resources onto fixing that particular problem. So, you know, as you set your goals for February and we take this thing a month at a time, what that means to you is that if you've missed it in January, let's get this thing back on track in February. If you set goals in February and and uh and and you went hard and you you created some unbalance, that, or I'm sorry, in January and you created an unbalance, then let's fix that in February. All right. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about the dangers of of having of, of not having uh goals in all areas of our life. When I talk about the unbalanced goal, what I'm talking about is that goal that is so focused on the result that it neglects the performance. And you've heard me say this a lot of a number of times on this program, you know, that's one of the big mistakes that people make when they set goals. It's one of the reasons why uh people are not always able to produce the desired outcomes that they that they uh, that they're trying to produce. It's because of the fact that they're so focused on the result that they've not they've not made any room for the performance. And and you know, as we say on the program, you should have your performance goals and you should have your result goals. Your result goal, of course, is that thing that will that that you look at at the at a, at a given date and say, okay, did I hit this number? Did I did I do this thing? Did I accomplish it? But the performance goals are all the things that you do to make that result happen. And the value of a good goal is in the performance of it, not in the result. Say that again. The value of a good goal is in the performance, not in the result. Why? why? Well, because the performance allows you to sustain the thing that you have, that, that the uh, result that you've you've achieved. Performance allows you to sustain the results that you achieve, and performance also transforms you into a person who is capable of maintaining the goal that you have. You know, you get a million dollars. If right now a million dollars fell out the sky and you, you know, you haven't developed the 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 mindset of a millionaire, you, or, you know, of a millionaire, you haven't developed the the talents and the skills necessary to attract it and to maintain it. Chances are, it's going to slowly leak away from you. And and you know, we've we've it's the the age old story of the person who hits the lottery and then years later they're broke again, or the athlete. Um, who you know earns a, a gazillion dollars, and and then shortly thereafter, you know, when they can no longer perform in that particular sport, um, they find that their assets are rapidly diminishing. You see, it's the it's who you become along the way that will allow you to to hold on to or to maintain and actually grow the results that you've produced. So it's important when we talk about balance goals that you understand the difference between a performance goal and a result goal your result your performance goals are the things that are alive every day you know if you are if you have a fitness goal the performance goal are would be um the way that you eat the exercise 
that you do on a regular basis and the sleep that you get. That's your performance goal because that's the thing that's going to produce that result. So, again, well-balanced goals are goals that actually um, the, the scales uh, are balanced in terms of the performance and the result focus that you have. All right, let's talk about designing a well-balanced month as we did in the on the webinar yesterday. A well-balanced month is one that actually has goals set in seven different areas. Now, understand, you may not go as hard in all areas, meaning that, you know, it's not necessarily an equal division of your time in all of those areas, and that's okay. What what we're talking about here is actually creating routines that actually help you to produce a particular result over a given time in all areas of your life. So now we're talking about what you do on a daily basis. Now we're talking about the routines that you have. And in order to create a new routine, there it's necessary at times that you release, relinquish, or retire an old routine. So that's an ongoing process because, as I've said on past shows, routines carry expiration dates. All routines have an expiration date. What you did at one point to become more efficient, more effective uh, as an individual could change over time, and the thing that you that, that worked for you one, at one point may not work for you today. So understand, we're talking about routines. So we're, we've moved away from that idea of, of Goal setting is, is kind of that, that target that's out there. We're now talking about how you live your life every day. So think about these seven areas of your life as you set your goals for February. The first area is your, is your mind or your intellect. You know, and I'll give you the first three because I think we'll, they kind of flow. We're used to hearing about the, the three parts of, of a person in this way. Uh, it's your mind, your body, and your soul, basically. Your mind, body, and soul. Your mind, body, and, your, and, and your spir- the spiritual part of you. Your intellect, your phys- the physical, and, and the spiritual part of who you are. Those are the, the three areas. And here are some questions that you can ask yourself as it relates to setting some good performance goals or creating some good routines in February that are going to help you to produce long-range goals as it relates to your intellect. Um, and one question is, what can you do or what, what do you want to learn over the next 30 days? You know, identify a goal. Identify something that you want to learn over the next 30 days. And the thing that's so amazing is there's so many different ways that you can learn today. There are webinars, seminars, workshops, classes. Uh, you can get a book. You can do audio books. You know, there's just an abundance of information out there, and, and sometimes it's hard to choose what is it that you want, you know, that you want to learn. But understand that because the world is changing at such a rapid rate uh, and, and information is out, there's so much information, so much access to information, it creates a, a constant change that's happening at a faster rate. You know, at one point, you could go, you could get on a job, you could take a job, and you could work that job for 20 years, get a gold watch, and retire. And you could do that because basically you could do the same job for 20 years without having to really learn anything significantly different about it. I mean, think about the jobs that um, think about the jobs that were out there 20 years ago. You know, you could you take that job, you do that job pretty much the same way, you tweak a little bit, but you're in that job and you're relevant in that job because the the skills necessary to do that job hasn't changed. Today, 
you become obsolete in a year, literally. I mean, think about it. If you're on social media today and, um, you know, and you weren't two years ago, then you understand exactly what I'm talking about. If you're marketing a business, if you're in marketing today and you don't understand social media, how it works and, and, and how, to, um, how to reach people with it, then as a marketer, you have you're you're a little obsolete you have you need to really polish up on those skills so think about the fact that you know things are changing and that you need to change and keep up with it so in the next 30 days what is it that you want to learn professionally personally whatever it might be i mean a lot of things have changed um so what do you want to learn and then and then what can you do another question is what can you do over the next 30 days to increase your mental sharpness you know, our mind is something that we want to use. We want to keep it sharp. We want to make sure that um, that our memory, that we're doing things to enhance and, and to maintain our memory as best we can and, and that we're exercising and using our mind so that we, we don't lose those problem-solving skills that, that, we, uh, that we've developed over time. Another area is your body. I said mind, body, and soul. Body. You know, think about the extra. Think about physically what you want to do over the next thirty days. How often do you want to work out in a week, let's say? And then what ha- what do you have to do to prepare to reach that goal? You know, I mean, this is an, something that we all kind of wrestle with from time to time. But it's important that we don't just focus on a result goal, but we we look at the result goal and we determine what we need to do from a performance standpoint to make that result happen. Because when we focus on what we must do, we can develop routines that will serve us beyond just reaching that goal. You know, last night I shared that that um, at one point uh, to reach my my fitness goals. You know, I had, let's say I had a fitness goal of losing ten pounds, um, and it would vary. But let's say you know, this, you know, I decided that I want to lose ten pounds for a month. I had times when, and you can probably relate to this. I had times when I could literally blow the first three weeks and reach that goal in 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 7 days. Okay? And and what I mean by that is that I, you I blow 7, yeah, you know, I blow the first 3 weeks and and let's say I lose I don't know um let's say I just lose mm, say 4 pounds. So I've got 6 pounds to reach my goal and I just lose 6 pounds in a week. Or at least I lose it enough so that on that se- at the end of that goal I can stand on the scale and it appears as if I've I've lost that weight. <laughs> I remember growing up playing football in order to make the weight with the with with pee wee football um you know some of the guys would would take some pretty drastic measures uh to loot to make a certain weight to play football so you know everything from from x lax to um you know to running in the plastic suits to to whatever just to lose that weight to to play in a certain uh certain a lower weight class which actually gave them an unfair advantage uh but my point with this is that reaching a goal is not as valuable as who you become as you reach it so focus on the routines as it relates to your your body another thing to look at with regards to your body um, is the um, is the nutrition that you that you get you know set your nutrition goals what are you going to eat over the next thirty days you know it is kind of just that simple you know I know there are a lot of exercise programs out there and there are a lot of things that you can do a lot of shortcuts that you can take but nutrition have you thought about what you plan to eat over the next thirty days you know and and have you thought about what you're not going to eat over the next thirty days. And then have you thought about what you have to do to prepare to reach that goal? 
You know, you know, you can't you can't say that you're you, you're going to reach a fitness goal if you don't have any healthy food in the house. So you have to be prepared to reach that goal to make it easy to reach it. And I've talked about um, action triggers before. Dan and, and Chip Heath, they wrote the book Switch: How to Change When Change is Hard. They they talk about action triggers in that book, and an action trigger is uh, that point at which a behavior is automatically triggered or, or prescripted behavior um, is activated. And a good example of that is, you know, when you come home from work, you walk through your front door, you probably have a routine that's pretty set each day when you walk through the door. You know, you, maybe you hang your coat up in the coat closet or throw it over the chair. You walk into the kitchen, you open up the refrigerator, you look at look through the refrigerator, you grab something or you don't see anything there, you shut that, you look in the pantry or the cupboards, and on and on and on. Um, that routine is prescripted. If you're doing the same thing after work every day, then what you need to do is to identify an action trigger to change that behavior. So it might be that you set a goal of uh, when you walk through the door, you will hang your coat up, you will grab that healthy snack that you prepared the day before that you have easy access to, you will go upstairs or you'll go to the bedroom, you'll change, your clo- you'll change into your gym clothes, which are already uh, laid out, You'll get in the car or or hop on the bike or jog to the gym or hop on the bus or whatever it is, and you'll go to the gym. And what you've done right there, that action trigger will actually allow you to make changes at the point, at the trigger point. It's hard to override that otherwise because sameness always rules unless you do something intentionally to break that up. All right, so you think about your nutrition as it relates to your body, and then you set some sleep goals You know, we go hard, yes we do, and we like going hard, yes we do, and we believe that we have the ability to be Superman and Superwoman and that I really only need an hour of sleep a night. Well, guess what? You need more, especially if you're finding that throughout the day you're getting through the day by by drinking coffee or monster drinks or Red Bull or something like that. You know, it amazes me when I see that the the five-hour energy commercial, you know, that it's offered as a sustainable way to find energy. You know, the way that you find energy is basically your exercise, your nutrition, and the amount of sleep that you get. In a normal, healthy body, that's where the energy comes from. And energy is important to reaching your goals. So if it's important, you need to plan for it. If it's important, you need to take the steps to make sure that your body is physically able to do what you need to do throughout the day. So those that's your body. Those are easy goals to set because it's something that we automatically think about. Um, let's look at, at, at spiritual goals. Now, this isn't a, a, a show that promotes a particular belief um, or a particular religion or denomination. You know, spiritual means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but basically it's what you do to connect to a higher source or what you would consider to be a higher source, something bigger than yourself. You know, think of some things that you can do over the next 30 days that you can routinely do to uh, to improve or to increase that spiritual connection and that 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 your your spiritual enlightenment as well. Relationships are another area. You know, what can you do over the next 30 days to strengthen key relationships? And what can you do over the next 30 days to establish new relationships, both personally and professionally? Relationships are important. We don't sometimes know how important they are until we need them. And the challenge is, is that while we're running around chasing our, our dreams, 
um, we do have the tendency to assume that the people in our life will always be there. Now, I know there's some who say, well, there's some people that you just got to get rid of. Okay, that may be the case. Um, you know, that's a whole different issue. What I'm talking about are the key relationships, relationships that are key to you. Uh, you, you don't want to neglect them thinking that they'll always be there. You know, as I said, as, as I've, as I've said before, you know, the, the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes we can make is thinking that a opportunity is a guarantee, you see, the difference in an opportunity and a guarantee is that an opportunity is there. Um, it's not going to always be there, and it, it could go away at any moment, whereas a guarantee is something that will always be there. You know, with regards to relationships, most people assume that relationships are guarantees. Most people assume that the people who are in their life, the important people who are in their life, will always be there and that you'll always have time to let them know how you really feel about them and to work on that relationship and to strengthen that relationship. If you start treating your relationships like they are opportunities to love, to express, to be with someone, then you treat that opportunity as something that's precious, and you don't waste it today. What I'm telling you right now is that if there's some key, if there's some key relationships that you have not uh, you, you've not been investing in. If you haven't talked to certain people um, who are important in your life in, in too long uh, and thinking that you'll get to it you know, during the holidays or you'll send them something on their birthday or whatever it might be, understand that you simply have an opportunity to, uh, to enjoy that relationship. It is not a guarantee. You know, I had a year, and, and you know, we'll, we'll, just sharing, sharing something rather personal, my wife and I had a year um in the about the middle of the 90s where we lost a loved one about every 3 months and it was just the most just it's just devastating you know and it, it started with her father at age 52 um you know from a heart attack and then her grandmother and then uh her cousin at the age of 19 in an auto accident and then a friend um, who was murdered at 24, um, and and then uh, and then an uncle, a cousin, and then my aunt, and you know you really begin to realize that the people who are in your life, um, you know they're not. We have no guarantee that they'll always be there. So don't wait when it comes to relationships. Don't wait. Don't trade uh, something that you can't get back for something that you can do over time, meaning don't trade in those, those relationships for goals that you can reach with the proper balance. Environment, you know, your environment is your living space. You know, it's important that we, we maintain our space, the space that's around us. You know, in February, you know, what can you do to improve your living space? What can you do to simplify your home? What do you need to get rid of? What can you do to simplify your office? What can you do to beautify your home or office? What, can, what needs to be repaired? What needs to be uh, maintained? What needs to be replaced? You know, and then go beyond just your living space. Look at your community and then go global with it all. So having goals as it relates to your environment, and again, we're talking about routines that you create, not just uh, a simple result that you're trying to produce, produce, but just routines that you produce, that, that you can create. As it relates to your career and, and your business, you know, again, looking at routines, what new habit can you develop that will save time, save you time at work? 
you know, what new habit can you develop that will save you time at work? What new habit can you develop that will increase your productivity at work? What new habit can you develop that will increase your profitability at work? Look for those things that show up every day. Make the changes at the at the level of routines, and you'll find that they are very, very, very sustainable over time, and they'll actually serve you a great deal longer while creating balance in your life. And then finance is the seventh area that we've identified. And you know, the question there is simply, what needs your attention? And then what habit? What new habit can you develop this month that's going to make you more financially sound in the future? You know, the whole key to balance is to look at, again, routines, not just the things that we might do um, as an event, but what are the things that we can routinely do that will help us to become that person that we're trying to become. Understand that it is possible for you to have it all. And what I mean by that is that you don't have to give up one goal in order to another. It is possible. There, there are more than enough tools out there. One of the advantages of te- technology is that you can do more with less time. Use the tools that are available. Get help if you should need it. Um, have those conversations with those key people. Let them know where you're going. Get them involved. Find that accountability partner and, and get it done. But know that you can reach that goal and that you can reach, you can reach all of them um, and you don't have to give up one for the other. Well, this has been Andrew Morgan. The Goals Coach, talking to you today about what you can do to live a balanced life and to have and create balanced goals. And please understand, we're in a new month. Uh, this is a great time for you to set some some targets or to create some desired outcomes. But as you do it, don't just set the result goals. Also set the performance goals because they're both important. I want to tell you, as always, to get up, to get out, and to get going. I want you to live fully and without regrets. And I want you to know that the world is a better place because you are in it. Just allow and make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Ghost Coast.